Hi and welcome back to Well Read Witch where we talk about books and stuff. The stuff part of the introduction usually refers to implies to implores you to think about uh the other forms of media that tell stories. I mean, I used to be that person who would only read books and novels and consume short stories. I was hyper focused on the written form of literature. but ever since accepting the fact that um okay sure i do ha- i do enjoy the act of reading but that's a different thing i like the act of reading grounds me back into my reality on anxious days or on days i need to fill up time but there are also other days when i do not uh, i can't read i my brain just doesn't comprehend the written word it doesn't want to read Um, and ever since the realization that reading and consuming a story are two separate, vastly different things, um, I've opened myself up to far more stories than I used to be able to catch otherwise. Um, and hence, um, I don't want to niche down, you know. Okay, so let's just jump right into. the agenda of the podcast um a lot of media was consumed this week um okay not a lot i okay in comparison to last week a lot of media was consumed um because to say a lot would be i guess misleading because it's not a lot i was still preparing for my exams and stuff um i still have like three exams left to go in the next week and uh, sort of nervous about them but I'm also confident enough in my ability to write exams and my first exam went fairly okay so like you know just a bit more confident now than I was in the previous episode <laughs> um okay cool let's talk about the books i read i finally finished conversations on love by natasha lan um loved it absolutely to the bones because it's one of those books it doesn't really only focus on romantic love it gave importance to the familial love or the sibling love or you know the love that exists between groups of friends or two friends or how certain friendships transcend time they it talks of love that goes beyond a person's life um like there was this one conversation natasha had with this one person who had lost his sister um and that was really something like i think that was the conversation i cried the most at i couldn't handle it my best friend has an elder brother and i did not want to send snippets of that conversation to her i've been sending uh the snippets of the quotes i like or this huge chunks of conversations or like what natasha took out of these conversations to my best friend over the course of my over the course of reading this book um but i couldn't bring myself to share that conversation because it was too heartbreaking for me and i don't even have like an elder brother um so i can i can't imagine 
what she how she would react and i don't want to you know put her in that position so that was the only reason why i didn't send that but the book is beautiful like the fact that it focuses on all these different types of love it focuses on the fact that um love is not a romantic dream uh that movies and books and <laughs> media forms uh, led lead us to believe um but it's essentially uh a sort of diligence and a sort of prayer a sort of it requires a sort of work ethic you need to work on love you need to work on your relationships you, you need to uh it's easier i think this was about the friends portion if i'm remembering it correctly but somebody in the book somewhere said that it's easier to let these relationships fail when you think uh they are fading away from your life it's easier to sit back and do nothing about it it's easier to sit back and blame the other person uh it takes effort to maintain these relationships like sure on surface they do feel like you know like i think all of us has has have has ha- i don't know I think all of us growing up got this notion from somewhere that love should feel effortless but it is not like that at all and uh, like a huge chunk of the portion focuses on how to maintain love how to not give up on love what to do on days when you don't feel love for the person you are supposed to feel love how to cope with the loss of love how to cope with the fact that you are not there 100% on a specific day or on a specific week um and like the conversations natasha uh, has it's a lot of it is with writers it, a lot of it is with uh, couple counselors a lot of it is with professional therapists so it, it's an amazing book it explores love from all different angles and i really like that because yeah i don't know for somebody who is uh who has never actually been in a relationship and doesn't there is like next to no chance for me in the future and i'm not saying this in like a desperate derogatory way to myself but like it's just one of those things i know about myself um and um like yeah it's it's an extremely insightful book and i enjoyed it like it single handedly raised my expectations um from my friends but at the same time uh it also sort of put things in perspective for me where i was doing wrong where i was expecting the other person to know what i was feeling without communicating it to them which is just ridiculous or without even making an effort um i feel a lot bad on days i see my friends talking to each other but they don't talk to me as much um but i think somewhere along the lines of this book i realized that um you know it might be me like 
sure they have been older friends but maybe it's something that i am doing that's uh making them not talk to me or making them not think about me and even if it's just the fact that i'm not as close to them as they are to each other that like that's fine too you know like you cannot hold people um in your clutches and expect them to love you back that's just ridiculous um like yeah i think it's been a while since i've felt this way or like since i've felt this envy out from anyone in my friend circle like 2022 so far has been good with realizations and accepting the fact that nothing is going to work the way you want it to um people will come and go and that's fine um and i think the moment i realized this and i started making an effort people like specifically the friends i felt alienated by they would talk to me and it was like it was just one of those things where i felt like you know they should talk to me and maybe they felt like i should be the one starting a conversation um but yeah um also there was this one point in the book where they said that um like you need to like sure our long term partners or our long term friends know the fact that we love them but every once in a while a little evidence given to them does no harm and um i immediately got on to like an uh e commerce website and sent something to my friend that i hadn't really sent much stuff to uh, and i've known them for over a year and i am usually a you know a good gift giver person so long as i'm not on the verge of uh being broke um but yeah i sent them something and they were pleasantly surprised and i told them that like this like you know i read this book and it was mentioned there somewhere and like that's the reason why i'm sending you stuff and um yeah they were pleasantly surprised the next book i read was book lovers by emily henry i am confused about this book i don't know what i feel about this book um it didn't have the angst usually emily henry books provide for me and i so i didn't like that i wanted that angsty experience where like it's the book has you've read like the 90% of the book and the main two people are still not together and you're like what is happening um like i want that experience but it was it was like you know a different thing but i went in expecting angst so that was my fault um but that being said i i don't know like i do think a lot like the previous two books of emily henry i've read um i found them quite emotional this one i didn't really connect emotionally to uh, even though the main characters problems and suppositions and they they very clearly aligned with my fears and yet i found it hard to connect to them to either of the main characters like these are people who are burdened by responsibility who feel like they cannot leave certain people behind who feel responsible for certain people who feel um like they don't want to do something but for whatever reason 
they are forced into not forced but like you know they have to step up and take responsibility for something and that's how i feel most of the time but i i don't know i just couldn't really connect with the emotional motivations i i feel bad that i couldn't really i gave the book 5 stars but the more i think about it the more i realize that the only reason why i gave the book 5 star was because like the last chapter had uh, a very emotional ending like somebody made a sacrifice sacrifice or like somebody else stepped up apart from our main characters um and like i did not see that coming which was a good thing i think but the clues were there once i like you know realized that what had happened um the clues were there and um like you you got your classic happy ending i really thought for a second there that emily was going to end the book on a hey life is sometimes unfair and stuff happens sort of way but it didn't um it was essentially like in this book emily took the hallmark movie trope of like a city person going back going to a small town or a village or a non urban uh civilized place civilization um uh and they find somebody there who they fall in love with and like that's what they did and like the entire book is just uh taking acknowledging that trope and extremely against it like both our main characters are against it um and yeah i don't know man i really wanted to like this book but it didn't for whatever reason <laughs> i think the fact that the book was named book lovers really got me excited um i had a few preconceived notions about this book i'm not going to lie i did not know anything about this book at all um but i did think that it was about people who read books and not literary agents um yeah i don't know maybe i was wrong somewhere in my presuppositions um or maybe i just really wanted angst because the fan fictions i read these days are a lot angsty Um, so I'm kind of getting used to the idea of angst being present in every single media form, which is you know which is going to harm me in future only. But hey, what can you do? The next thing I read was Notes on Camp by Susan Sontag. I read it for um, a book club on Instagram. It's called the Harry Styles Book Club. I don't exactly remember the name. um it's harry's house of libraries i think i'll link it down in the description um lovely people lovely book selection for the first book and i think it's one of the most genius things any book club has ever done because most of the time like in the beginning you'll i don't know uh my relationship with book clubs have been has been like a lot of you know not good because i don't i don't want to read something that somebody else forces on me you know um but the fact that the first book that the uh, harry's house of like harry's house of books i want to say i'm really blanking on the name of the book club i'm really sorry um but 
like the first book that they chose it had like two essays basically and it's like an easy book to get into as well um so yeah i think it was a fine choice it was like a really good choice as an introduction uh, as you know as, as like a warm up to everyone who has been excited about this book club or whatever um like yeah like if they had chosen something like murakami for the first book i would have probably not read it but the fact that they chose like the small book and it was manageable and i read it like in 2 hours and there was there were a lot of references that i knew and it was really really good it felt really really good because i was aware of these references because we had done postmodernism in our class so like i was really I was like yeah i know this yeah i know this yeah i know what sontag is talking about here <laughs> so that that was like another different experience um yeah ah uh, yeah <laughs> uh the next thing i read or the maybe the first thing i read in the week was lore olympus it started updating on webtoons again it had gone on a hiatus of four months in the beginning of the year and we are finally getting updates in fact i think oh today is sunday right so there will be a new update now and after finishing this podcast i'll probably go and read that um the last thing i read was we ishwab's snippets now no these are not the snippets that she posts um on their instagram um these are the stuff of their books that i've marked on my physical copies of books and i really wanted to read uh, a bit of you know kel realizing stuff over the course of darker shades of magic because i love this trope of people being loved and them not realizing it or them feeling like that they don't deserve this love and slowly over the course of a book or the course of series them finally accepting that other people in their life actually love them and like they are not taking them for granted and they are actually cared for um kel maharesh might be the most powerful magical person in the universe of um dark shades of magic but he is an idiot <laughs> um yeah i uh, i really like kel i really like rai i really like the dynamic they have um a gathering of shadows broke me the dream sequence in a gathering of shadows still haunts me and i think it's one of the best executed dream sequence uh in a book because you do not see it coming at all especially in the copy i have because um like it opens up on a new chapter on the left hand side page and the dream ends on um the very end of the right page I don't know if it was intentional I don't know if it was like you know um uh it was like a happy coincidence or whatever uh but I really liked that because I I actually thought that was happening I was like I remember like I vividly remember reading those two pages and like keeping the book aside to catch my breath and then turning the page and then realizing oh okay <laughs> I got played with Um uh, I don't know how the different other editions have this thing worked out. I love Vishwa man. Um I still haven't read Red Gallant. I haven't read a lot of Vishwa actually. Um but I do think 
keeping unread books for bad days is like is never going to leave me <laughs> i've also realized that i should probably start with all the unread gaming books i have on my tbr um don't know when that will happen but i'm hoping i'll be able to finish that the, uh, you know all my gaming books or all the books gaming has written which sort of a lot books by the end of 2023 at least at the very least or uh, it would be magical if it gets done by the end of 2022 uh, yeah i really want to do it by the end of 2022 but i don't know like our next semester i think starts on in august i want to say and uh, like third like our odd semesters are usually very chaotic and messy and even semesters are shorter for whatever reason um and yeah i don't know like i only really have summer vacations to work on stuff and to get through all my lists and stuff and like yeah i don't know summer vacations this time might as be a little bit shorter so yeah i don't know what will happen um okay wow that was a lot of things i read on to the things i watched this week i watched three families with a bunch of my twitter friends um it's a bbc show it has two episodes i think both of these episodes are an, are an hour long um the show basically follows three separate families as they struggle uh cope with the like struggle to exist with the abortion laws that existed in Ireland prior to 2019's uh 2019's monumental decision of upturning the abortion ban and legalizing abortion uh for women in Ireland um it explores and shows us very real events that happened to these three families in Ireland and um like there's a storyline of a mother and an underaged daughter there's a storyline of a young couple and there's a storyline of um an elder couple um and at some points they do interview together um and it's it's just like a really gut wrenching thing to watch uh, especially with what's happening uh, in the world these days um yeah it like it genuinely explores the uh what effects it can have on women psychological effects physical effects when they they are not allowed to make decisions as they deem fit on their own bodies um yeah i only i'd only watched this one once prior to watching it with my friends um but I, like the two times i watched like only the first 15 minutes i want to say is when things are relatively okay or not emotional the rest of the show is like you need to sit with um uh a box of tissues with you in your hand because um like these are real stories these 
things happened to the women in Ireland and um, they took real life people and they changed the names for privacy reasons um, on the show but like these stories were real these stories happened and um, like you see something as like I don't think most people realize uh, what giving up control over your own body to people who don't really know what it's like to be in your body feels like um, and like I would recommend this show please go and watch it and it's an amazingly well done show um, yeah like please go and watch it if you have the access to it um, yeah yeah uh the next thing i watched was we hunt together season one finished it finally and oh my god what chaos oh my god what (laughs) unhinged women (laughs) i went in expecting lola or like eve's character to be the most serious inspector i have ever seen on television i don't know why but I like from all the promo stuff of season two and all the serious stances and stuff, I just thought, you know, that Eve's character would be a lot more serious. Like her character is serious in the first episode, but after that, it's just a decline of uh, hyperfixation and a lot of stuff that I did not see coming. But like by the end of the first season, you just have to stop and think about, oh my God, did that what decline was that um and that main character is like the other main characters are jackson uh baba or babini and freddy i still cannot trust a single thing that comes out of freddy's mouth like i don't know why like to some level i think she was manipulating baba but to like if you stay with her character for if you stay with freddie for a bit longer maybe she was manipulating herself maybe it was um all those tranquilizers they used to give back way back when uh that was affecting her brain i don't know what which narrative to trust like i genuinely have zero idea ambiguity it was a lot a lot of ambiguity a lot of room left for interpretation and oh my <laughs> Uh, uh what on like freddy is oh yeah man wow um like i started watching it last night i, I had done first episode like somewhere around two weeks ago i think um and i had five episodes left to go and i think tonight we are watching we are starting season two uh, two episodes have already been aired, so me and my friends we want to sit back uh, and like watch the n- new two episodes together. Um, and I wanted to catch up on season one because I don't know if like season two picks up where season one left off or are they like you know x amount of time has passed and like we get new characters and stuff. Um, but I was I, like you know I just wanted to catch up on season one before we this before i sat down to watch season two and um i could not stop 
<laughs> it was a good thing that I had already done all my, uh, you know, allotted task for yesterday. Um, because I think I started watching the second episode um, around 10 at night. And I slept at around 2, 2.30 after finishing <laughs> all five episodes. Which is something I haven't done in a long time. Like last time I was, last time I had binge watched a show like this was um Merlin which was in the beginning of 2022 I think it was like in the first week of 2022 and that only happened because I was free as well as sick so I couldn't really read anything and I couldn't really do anything else apart from you know lie in my bed and stare at ceiling um which I was not going to do um but uh like I I had responsibilities this week. I I was supposed to study this week. Um, but there I was, dead center in the middle of the night, watching a show about unhinged characters killing people. <laughs> um, if anything, okay, I'm going to make predictions about season two's timeline. I haven't watched it. I don't know if this will be right or not. Um, but if Colin's character, Liam Gates, is this closely associated with Freddy as we are getting um, intimations from the sort of, the, uh, you know, the promos and the interviews uh, the cast has done, um, Liam is not surviving season two. I don't think, like, it would... Uh, mm, the I don't think Liam is surviving season two. <laughs> like it's impossible. Like, yeah. Like after watching season one, I have, I'm like willing to put my money on it. <laughs> Not going to because I don't have much of it anyway. Um, but like, yeah. I don't know if unless writers take a different approach in season two. Uh, and they do something vastly different from season one but if it's going to follow along the same themes of season one i don't think liam is surviving season two um yeah like it's not happening nah especially the people like we know that liam is suspicious um like, no way in hell is his character, you know, surviving season two. Not happening at all. Uh, anyway, uh, like, uh, that concludes the watching update section of the podcast. Um, we get Harry's House, the third album from Harry Styles. Despite me and my other fandom friend have been making curies about when Harry is going to release the new album since August of last year. And it's finally happening this Friday. And I can't believe it. Like, it, I, I'm pretty sure the next week's episode is mostly going to be me talking about um, the album. So just be prepared for that. Or I think, you know, just skip that episode if you want. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to be able to read much because I have three exams anyway. Not going to be able to watch much um, because I have three exams <laughs> in next week. Uh, but I am really excited for this album. We've only gotten a single single. Uh, we got two other songs that were performed on Coachella. 
stage weekend one and weekend two same set apart from weekend one having shania twain and second weekend having lizzo um the entire set was basically the same i want to say i don't know i don't remember um but we got as it was which is the lead single for the album we have boyfriends and we have late night talking the way none of the like i don't know what to expect from this album like the sound is completely new from harry like I'm just really excited. Um yeah, and I'm going to talk about it. I'm I'm yo ha nobody has any idea how long I like this is the first album of his whose rollout I'm actually uh watching carefully. Um it was not I have been a fan for a long time, like ever since the band days, ever since the X Factor days, but I've never really been involved in the fandom. This is the first time I am actively involved in the fandom and it's really fun to see people just argue all over everything. <laughs> um yeah. We got announced we got another announcement related to Colin. Um he is apparently starring in a rom-com. It's happening. <laughs> Me and all my Colin stan friends or Colin Caves friends we were shocked like how is this happening <laughs> colin in a rom-com it's sort of unexpected um yeah uh yeah it's called pizza with love um the creators or the producers or whoever is in charge right now uh they are they i think they announced it announced the project at canes and they are looking for funding as of right now um and uh think the production will be the shooting of the film will be um in south africa in cape town i think yeah the the colin's character lives in london but he moves to cape town to save uh the family business or something i don't remember <laughs> like i try not no it's not about not remembering it's about ca- casually trying to avoid uh, the entire plot of the film um because the thing with colin's um filmography was that i watched the entirety of it without knowing anything about any of the projects i watched moulin without knowing it was about you know king arthur and stuff <laughs> it sounds stupid but um like yeah I, i did not read anything my friend had recommended it to me like in 2021 i think and i watched it the first week of 2022 and yeah that was it and after like i've uh, i and then i just fell down the rabbit hole and i have yet to come out of it <laughs> uh we are getting the same lowy interview for harry's house it's dropping on may 16th don't ask me the time because i don't remember <laughs> first kills trailer dropped and there was an official poster released and it's so cool I am really excited. I'm so proud of V for this. It's I think an 8 episode series. If I'm not wrong, it could be a film as well. For somebody who is supposed to know all this stuff, I actively avoid spoilers and I actively avoid um you know seeing the stuff and then I talk about it on my podcast and like how I don't know anything about this stuff, but this stuff happened. You can check it out yourself. Um 
I think I'm 99% sure it's an 8-episode series because we uh, talked about how the short story was the basis of these characters and from there they just had like a writer's room and then they took off their story and they fleshed out the characters even more which is really exciting and it comes out on June 10th on Netflix. Go save it right now. Um, The next thing was the Doctor Who announcement which was really wholesome. I was really, really excited to see who they cast as the 14th Doctor. I'm not going to tell you in case you're um, avoiding spoilers. Skip the next 15 seconds if you want to avoid spoilers. Because I'm going to say this person's name. They are already very famous. Uh, like from a very popular Netflix series. Um, Yeah, I'm going to say it in three two one it's shooty gatwa uh they play eric in sex education and there have been a lot of twitter people going absolutely crazy over this announcement because they are excited uh, sex education people are excited for uh shooty for you know being the 14th doctor um doctor who people are excited it's it's like it was like a lot of wholesome energy um yeah like yeah, it was so cool. Like, uh, Shruti has been, um, you know, uh, sort of been congratulated by all the other doctors and been welcomed into the, you know, the 14 people who get to call themselves the doctor and they are actually the doctor. Um, and yeah, um, yeah, I'm really excited. There, there was a lot of uh, funny stuff going around on Twitter as well where people would say okay how would doctor react to this situation and it's just a clip for from sex education with Eric doing something uh, extremely Eric <laughs> um, but man I'm really really excited uh, I was excited for Jodie's doctor as well um, but I, I don't know I just sort of fell out of it uh, fell out of touch with Doctor at that point. Uh, like, especially after the pandemic and stuff. And it got removed from India, Amazon Prime. So, like, I don't know where to watch it now. Um, but I hope uh, it'll come up on some other streaming service. Or, like, maybe Amazon will put it back up again. Um, but, yeah. I'm really excited for the 14th Doctor. Locus Awards announced their long list uh, for the 2022 nominees. Uh, the long list has been divided into categories by genre. It had science fiction category, it had fantasy category, it had, I think, novellas as well. Um, got to know about this award from Daniel Green. Love his channel. Um, like, I think a lot of my involvement in the fantasy and science fiction realm is due to the fact that I found Daniel's channel at the time I did. Um, Anyway, uh, the nominees had a few familiar books, a few books I'd heard about and I'm excited to get to. And like some of the books I hadn't heard about or I knew the first in the series, but I didn't really know that the second one in the series had come out. Um, it had Jade Legacy, it had uh, Leviathan Falls, it had um, The Jasmine Throne, She Who Became the Sun, Iron Widow. Really, really cool books, really, really 
cool author is like just an overall really cool uh list if you want to find a jumping point into fantasy and science fiction um start with the novellas uh, daniel recommends novellas for getting out of reading slump i say like you know novellas are a safe space where you can touch fantasy and see if it's for you um yeah like i hope you read them i hope you check out the list i hope you pick up some of the names i've said uh, jade legacy is the last book in the greenbone saga series so you'll probably have to read jade war and oh, no jade city and then jade war and then jade legacy um i haven't read the greenbone saga yet i keep meaning to i keep putting it off that's just me in a sentence um yeah um yeah anjum nilotra's new book is out uh, in the language of remembering i i was really excited when uh, anjum announced the fact that she was working on another book i was really excited when it got announced that the book had been you know bought or i don't know there was some announcement made okay um, <laughs> it was a while ago uh, but then i saw the book and i'm now i'm like scared it's a tome and i don't know if i'll be able to read it uh that being said i'm really really happy uh like anshul's first book uh what is it called I'm blanking uh remnants of a separation is the reason I got interested in partition is the reason I like you know started delving deeper started uh, reading up on people who actually lived through the experience who remembered the experience um started talking to elders in my circles as well and like from what they remember or what they remembered of their elders and it's like yeah it's an essential part of my history personally because uh people in my ancestry have been through this experience um it's it's an important part of india's history as well um yeah uh go read ansel's book i haven't read the second one yet i have read the first one can 100% vouch for the first one uh can 99% vouch for the second one apart from it being a tome it will probably be uh really really well written and ansel's writing style is easily consumable um so yeah go read it uh, ansel writes really poignantly um like there are still times when i'll just go like randomly read a chapter or a, an oral history of a person from uh, remnants of a separation and it'll still move me to tears even though i've read read these uh, oral histories multiple times now um yeah like angel's stuff can move you to tears man Angel also has this Instagram page which is related to the first book Remnants of a Separation where she posts about uh, the things people brought from brought with them with partition after partition through partition um to their new houses to their new places possibly across the borders and stuff um it's called museum of material memory i'll link it down in the description it's beautiful uh yeah like if you ever catch some free time go visit that page go read those captions because they are 
very emotional stories of very real people who went through very poignant and a very turning event in india's history um yeah and i'm going to end on a funny note i saw i think the most fun cover ever i've ever seen it's it's of a book called funny you should ask by eliza sasman and it's hot pink the graphic illustration is so good like i can't believe this is an actual cover and not you know a poster that you can hang in your room um it's so i have zero clue what the book is about i i was just so intrigued by the cover i did not even bother to look what the book was about it's it's such a cool cover damn um again okay this was all i had to talk about this week um next week's episode is probably going to be a depth a deep down analysis on harry's house or um a look back on the rollout campaign or you know just a lot of harry stuff uh possibly a lot of colin stuff as well like i asked my like i'm a fairly new colin fan and i asked the twitter friends i've made over the past two months um that is this like how a normal colin year works content wise project wise and they say no not at all <laughs> and i said uh then I, it's lucky that i got to be the fan when i did isn't it they're like yeah you're very lucky <laughs> Uh, they also said that there will be times when they would not get anything from Colin <laughs> for months on end and that would be like you know sort of sad situation and yeah it's just like i'm just really glad a lot of colin stuff is happening and i'm really glad a lot of harry stuff is happening as well um yeah and i think if i am able to figure out the logistics of it by next week uh the podcast episode that's supposed to come after the Harry's house podcast episode will probably be with a guest if it's not it'll be because i haven't figured out the logistics of it um and yeah but i'm really excited to do the next two episodes as well i'm just hoping that i can give them the care and consideration that they deserve um like yeah man i've been waiting for harry's house for like 3 years i like still can't believe it's happening you know um like really really cool stuff and harry harry's getting is like booked and busy like after the album release and it's really exciting to see him do all the stuff and it's on the same hand it's really exciting to see colin do all these projects and movies and like such a vast a vast variety of roles i want to say um colin's filmography has always been unique that was one of the only, one of the most uh driving factors that drove me into uh being a fan that was like a convoluted sentence i'm really sorry uh but yeah like his variety of the roles or like his range is what pulled me in uh because i've 
seen actors do like a specific type of role and then they keep doing it over and over and over again and like if you burn through their filmography it just doesn't hit right but um Colin's filmography has a lot of range a lot of variety of characters a lot of uh fantasy stuff a lot of emotional stuff a lot of dramatic stuff a lot of historical stuff so like he's doing it all and I'm really glad and it's just I don't know I'm just like really proud um yeah I'm going to go now I'm going to go study uh I have a lot of stuff to get through <laughs> see you next week with Harry's house in my hands which feels like a surreal thing to say <laughs> Well read which is available everywhere you get your podcasts leave a review share it with your friends have a lovely day